the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, there's a spat brewing between the Justice Department and Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who has the temerity to tell law enforcement officials in his state to stop any vehicle that he thinks are transporting illegal immigrants across the border. Uh, Merrick Garland, the attorney general, says he cannot do that. I don't know why, uh, because, of course... Greg Abbott is the governor of Texas and is sworn to support and protect his citizenry. Uh, Merrick Garland, of course, is just a leftist who would love to control everything. Um, Here is Rick in Columbus with a thought on the Bruce Hooley Show. Hello, Rick. Yes, how are you doing, Bruce? I am hanging in there, Rick. I was just wondering, it sounds like an awful lot of discrimination to me against the people that hasn't been vaccinated. Can't work, can't go in restaurants, can't fly. Mm-hmm. Do they do the same thing to, to the people that has AIDS? Prove they don't have AIDS before they can come to work? Well, I believe there are, I believe their argument on that would be that people who have that particular disease are not nearly as contagious as COVID. They seem to be highly concerned about the uh, spread of COVID, and they say it's as contagious as chickenpox. I don't believe anyone thinks AIDS is that. But we still have discrimination laws, and that's all, that sounds like discrimination to me. Well, it is discrimination, but you're in the wrong group to uh, plead discrimination, Rick. You uh, need to be part of a group that is uh, in vogue to be discriminated against. Which brings me to a complete waste of editorial space in what passes for our local newspaper, and I find frequently under the byline of opinion page editor Amelia Robinson, nothing but drivel. So she did not disappoint me today when she decided that it was of all the things she could write about in Columbus, of all the things that she could devote her very learned opinion to. She decided that a single tweet from U.S. Senate candidate Josh Mandel expressing what a lot of us think about the use of pronouns they and them Uh, She felt that was worth, I don't know, whatever, 10, 15 inches of newsprint. Uh, Mandel's tweet, which she labeled as incendiary, read like this. I just saw they, them in someone's bio. What in the world does that mean? Uh, This, of course, offended deeply the sensibilities of, of uh, Amelia Robinson, whose sensibilities are easily offended. Um, And she goes on to uh, great lengths, (laughs) excessively great lengths, to talk about how hateful and terrible that is. 
She says there are 1.2 million non-binary LGBTQ adults in the U.S. between the ages of 18 and 60. Sixty uh, percent of non-binary people are white, followed by 16 percent multiracial, 15 percent Latinx, a term which Latinos hate, by the way, and nine percent black. Uh, she says targeting them and they for who they are is simply inhuman. I don't think Josh Mandel targeted them. He just asked a question. I just saw they, them, and someone's bio. What in the world does that mean? What in the world does it mean? Maybe, Amelia, you could have done us all a service by explaining to us what that means. Um, It means you identify as neither male nor female. You're fluid, I guess. So you can jump around uh, from one to the other. So uh, we live in a great city, if that is all that Amelia has to uh, occupy her time with. But, of course, that is not all that we have to occupy our time with. But you won't find anything under Amelia's byline about the single mother rate in the black community or about um, the astronomically high number of murders in the city of Columbus involving black victims. Uh, You won't hear or read anything from Amelia Robinson about the deplorable stance of Columbus City Council joining a lawsuit which would deny school choice to black kids who are uh, imprisoned, given no other option other than the horrendously failing Columbus City school system that needs more and more and more and more money to produce less and less and less results. Amelia cannot bring herself to write about that. She has to be righteously indignant as much as someone with her uh, stance politically can be righteously indignant about the use of they them from Senate candidate Josh Mandel. So whatever. Now I came across a story today that I think is going to be a really smart investment. Not, not for you because going to require, well, I mean, if you have a one and a half billion dollars laying around, you can. Uh, Dublin Startup is planning to buy $1.5 billion in homes with the goal of becoming the nation's largest owner of short-term rental property. So what this is, is an opportunity that real estate moguls see in the Airbnb market. I've stayed in an, in one Airbnb, and it was phenomenal. I mean, it was phenomenal. I surprised my wife with a trip out west. We stayed in a carriage house on somebody's property. The accommodations were amazing. It was not like, you know, tons and tons of square footage, but it was just so nice to not have to deal with hotel front desk, maid service, all that stuff. It was it was just delightful. And the problem that you have as an Airbnb person is that, you know, you are just one listing on a website of thousands and thousands and thousands of listings. So I can see why this becomes an attractive investment opportunity for the people who are trying to identify the next big thing. And I really think this could be one of the next big things for people who are already into big things and already doing big things. 
uh, Crawford Hoying, which built the Bridge Park development in Dublin and that beautiful bridge into Dublin, gets rave reviews from everybody. Crawford Hoying is an investor in this. Doesn't surprise me. Really smart. Brent Crawford, Bobby Hoying, really smart guys. So they're going to just buy up a bunch of private Airbnb properties and start renting them out. Now, what they found, and this makes sense to me, is that if you own a home and you rent that home by the month, you can get a pretty nice return on your investment. But if you could rent that home out four times in a month on the weekends, most likely, four times in a month instead of once in a month, you could probably increase the amount of rent that you charge by, I'm guessing, 30 to 50, maybe even 70%. You could get more because, look, people go on vacation. They sort of suspend their governor on what is a judicious expenditure. But if people are willing to pay 140 $150, $200 a night for a hotel, and you're going to rent them an Airbnb four days for a thousand bucks, they will do that all day long because they can just throw their stuff around and they don't have to, you know, you can do that in a hotel room. Just, just you got more room. You don't have to worry about any noisy neighbors, big screen TV, bigger, got your own kitchen cook. It's just something that I think is a wave of the future. Now we can have a debate, which I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue with you if you say, well, I don't like the corporate influence. Okay. I'm dealing in the real world as to what is. And where we are with inflation right now and the Fed's refusal to raise interest rates, you have to look at this as the business people look at it. Here I am with a business. I own a business. The Fed is not raising interest rates to borrow money. So I can borrow money really, really cheaply. Well, as a business, I would not be doing my investors or doing myself proud if I just sat there and didn't take money at a low interest rate, invest that money in a hard asset like multiple, multiple Airbnb homes and gain a return on that investment. If you buy real estate, there's virtually no risk in in fairly priced real estate. You can't pay too much, but if you get it all, and here's the other thing, is the truth is when you buy properties in bulk, when you buy tons and tons and tons of properties, big companies going in now buying entire housing developments. It all makes sense to me. So I wouldn't be surprised if the era of the individual owner Airbnb is going to be competing with the multiple unit ownership Airbnb because the money's easy to get from banks and the hard asset that they will be buying is an appreciable asset. And they probably believe we can do it more efficiently. We do it in a big group, we can do it more efficiently than the individual owner. So keep your eye on that. And I'm not surprised that some smart guys locally who've done great things locally at Bridge Park are part of that endeavor. Likewise, would you like to make a smart investment yourself? Sure you would. You won't need a billion and a half dollars to do it. All you'll need is $29.98. Get yourself a MyPillow. It's the best thing you can do for your good night's sleep. Well, it's one of the best things, I should say. 
to be accurate, the best things, plural, would be a MyPillow, $29.98, a MyPillow mattress topper, and a couple sets of Giza Dream veggies. Why do you need two? Well, why would you buy just one when you get one free when you buy one set? Don't forget the towels. The towels are the deal right now. $39.99 for a towel set typically priced over $100. Mike Lindell, the founder of MyPillow, the innovator at MyPillow, the patriot at the head of MyPillow, American company based in Minnesota. MyPillow's Mike Lindell's found America's best cotton, and he's partnered with them to make awesome towels. Very, very absorbent, very soft, very comfortable. You'll love them. You'll never get this price again, $39.98. You get two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. Order it all at MyPillow.com, of course, or call this number, 800-856-9340. 800-856-9340. Just make sure when you order, you use the promo code Bruce. Promo code Bruce at MyPillow.com. Well, as we wrap up a week of the Bruce Hooley Show... Uh, keep in mind a couple of things. You still have time to file your paperwork to run for school board in your local district. August 3rd, the deadline. So you can get after that. You can even get it done first to next week. It'll uh, push you a bit to do that. But this is where the battle will be fought for control of our culture. The headlines focus on Washington, D.C., maybe the State House, But the real work is done with our kids, and the access to our kids is in the educational system. And the way it should work is that students should answer to teachers, teachers should answer to administration, administration should answer to the school board, and the school board answers to the parents. So I've been very encouraged by the parents who've engaged Columbus Academy, Olentangy, Hilliard-Arlington. Now, my friends at Columbus Academy have paid a terrible price. They've been blackballed. Their their children have been blackballed, which is an evil reaction by Melissa Soderberg and Jonathan Cass, the board president. Uh, it's an evil reaction to penalize children because parents asked pertinent questions about indoctrinating their kids. Um I'm in contact with the moms at Columbus Academy, and um, I hope to bring you an update at some point about good things happening for them. But what happened to them can happen to you. It can happen to your kids. Most school boards in Ohio have two seats open right now. There won't be, in very many districts, any seats open next year. Or until the year after when three will likely come open. So with where we've fallen in terms of authentic American history, uh, true uh, world literature, quality literature, Shakespeare and others, instead we get Kendi and Ta-Nehisi Coates and Robin DiAngelo and garbage books from the Harper's Corner Foundation about transgenderism and other things. 
Do you feel good about waiting two more years? Cede control of your school system to the liberal boards that have allowed them to sink to the level they are now? As you know, many times we've talked on this show with uh, Corey DeAngelis of the Reason Foundation. Uh, Corey is a big advocate for school choice. One of the most powerful statements you can make as a parent is to put your kids in private school or homeschool them. Or if you're lucky enough to have open enrollment in a district you'd like to get into, maybe a more rural district, a more conservative district, that's an option as well. But there was an amusing moment on uh, Fox on the Kennedy Show. Uh, Now, I don't watch the Kennedy Show uh, very often, but she had a guest on uh, named Spike Cohen. Spike is a libertarian political activist. And uh, Spike Cohen was talking about Randy Weingarten of the American Federation of Teachers, who now is certainly sending signals that, uh, we're not even sure if we can open schools this year. You know, COVID, 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 Delta, 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 test, test, test. And all that Randy Weingarten has really accomplished is a couple of things that really I'm happy about, although I'm not happy about her existence and her influence. She has awakened parents, and she has juiced the movement to homeschool or send kids to private schools. This is not only my takeaway from her latest veiled threat to keep the schools closed this fall, but it is also Spike Cohen's takeaway and Kennedy's takeaway. I am convinced that uh, Randy Weingartner is a homeschooling advocate in disguise. I'm convinced I'm going to walk up to her and rip off her mask, and it's Corey DeAngelis, right? Like, if if I wanted to create a bad guy uh, to represent teachers' unions and, yeah, with the beard and everything, if I wanted to have a bad guy to represent teachers' unions and every bad thing to come out of the public schooling sector, she's pretty much embodied that in the last year. And uh, I think it just, you know, wonder of wonders that an organization whose existence is based on segregating poor people into bad school districts and then grandstanding on their suffering to push for ever-increasing amounts of funding uh, would use yet another crisis as a way to abuse kids for their own direct benefit and profit. Uh, It just speaks to the fact that government should be as little involved in schooling as as humanly possible. Uh, In in the free market of schooling, homeschoolers, private schools, they adjusted to all of this long, long ago. And uh, it just goes to show, you know, government is a uniquely terrible way to do pretty much everything, including schooling. Especially schooling and I'm glad you use the word abuse because that's what it is if you keep kids out of school for another year it is nothing short of child abuse especially since in a a lot of these cities the only people who see kids day-to-day and who can take stock in them are their teachers and you know that that socialization and that interaction is critical Yeah, these aren't smart people who are just looking at this as a, well, there's COVID, so mask everybody and kids can't go to school. There are just so many other side effects of depression and uh, domestic violence and drug abuse and suicide and many other things. It's not something they're unaware of. It's something they're uncaring about. So they don't care about your kids. They don't. Now... We went through, and I want to recap for you, this much-ballyhooed Cape Cod cluster study that the CDC is citing as its justification for making you mask up. Party area, Cape Cod, bunch of people this summer, 
outbreak of COVID, 469 cases linked to a July 4th weekend crowd. 74% of those cases were people who'd been fully vaccinated. So three quarters of them were fully vaccinated. 80% of those three quarters, so eight out of 10 of those people, had symptoms. But for me, the key number is five were hospitalized, none died. Only five were hospitalized. So I'm going to need more to justify masking up an entire country over one area of the country where people are in extremely close contact and everybody got the germ, but nobody got the debilitating effects that we used to fear so much in the beginning of this pandemic. Uh, as we transition out of here, I want to make note that I will not be here Monday. I have a uh, charity endeavor that will keep me from being on air Monday. So, Aaron, are we doing uh, Seb Gorka and uh, Carl Jackson on Monday? That's a yes, Aaron said. So enjoy your weekend. I don't know if that will involve watching Olympics or not. Uh, probably half of you might because the numbers say that there's been a 49% drop in Olympic viewership. Yeah, funny thing. People don't want to watch a team that has a lot of people on it who hate America. Although I'm still a sucker for people who win a gold medal and cry when the national anthem plays.